I'm Jefferson Graham with USA Today, and you're listening to Talking Tech, where today's show is brought to you by Time Warner. There are millions of apps in use around the world, but hey, which ones are the best? Well, Google just did the heavy lifting for you by picking 10 apps it believes stretches the boundaries of greatness with the first ever Google Play Awards at the I.O. Developer Conference. I'm here at I.O. where I sat down with three of the winners, two unique travel apps, and a word game. Uh, I'm Maggie. I'm our head of product at Hopper. And uh, do you want me to explain what Hopper is first? Sure. So, uh, so Hopper is a flight shopping and booking app. Uh, we use data-driven research and predictive analytics to tell travelers when to fly and when to buy to get the best deal. Hello, my name is Tarun Senani. I'm CEO at World Around Me. It's a local discovery app to help people find places of interest of all kinds anywhere in the world using the phone camera, especially those people who need help in visually orienting and maps aren't sufficient to help them. Yes, uh, I'm Daniel Cook, uh, Chief Creative Officer for a company called SpryFox. We make a game called Alpha Bear, which is a, a word game with these cute, adorable bears. And uh, our goal is a little simpler than, than most app developers. We just want to make the world a little happier, a little better place for uh, people who you know, need a day to relax or something. Okay, well, let's jump in on Android for all the people out there listening who want to know what is how you're using the Android platform to make really cool apps. What are you doing this year that is bending, is stretching the boundaries. Maggie's nodding at me, so we're going straight to Maggie. Um, so one thing I'm really excited about this year uh, is, so something that's really big for Hopper is going international. Right now we're pretty focused um, domestically, and obviously Android has a huge presence internationally. So you know already we've been able to, to sell tickets in 123 countries, which we never would have been able to do without Android. Does Android give you a wider, wider reach of the world? Absolutely. In the in the past month, um, like sixty percent of our installs were were international, which is which is huge for us, and it's definitely not similar to other platforms. So that's definitely what we'll be focusing on with Android in the in the coming year. How about you, Taryn? How 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 are you, how is Android making you a better app? I think Android has been great for us for uh, such a big marketplace, and more importantly, is the Android team at Google Play, who've been great partners since three years for us helping us uh, ensure we, we keep high quality products because we're a very small team of just six people and Google Play team there supporting us that way is, is a great support. Um, our app has been featured worldwide a few times which gives us a lot of downloads. It helps us to understand our customers better in various geographies. Uh, various Googlers who work in different geographies in Brazil, Europe, uh, U.S. and uh, Middle East. We get to work very closely with them. So for us, it's 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 a great opportunity. How 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 are you exploiting Android? How is it making you a better app? For us, um, we serve our games to millions of people all across the world, um, and being able to reach international audiences is great. But uh, being able to update our apps and like have the updates out there in less than a day, we'll often update our programs like once a day, one, like four, three or four times a week, um, and uh, having that go out to everybody all at once, being able to test various changes. We do A-B testing using Google tools, so we can say like, oh, do people like this type of gameplay or this type of gameplay better? And then we find out, oh, there's, it's, it's, there's, an, obvious, there's an obvious improvement here that we could do, and then we roll it out across everybody, across the entire, entire globe. And uh, again, it's a small team, and we can, we can reach millions of people through Android. Okay, now all three of the folks at this table, you all have Android and iOS apps. You're on both platforms. Are there things you can do in Android that you can't do in iOS? 
Maggie is nodding her head again. <laughs> um, something that I, I love about Android is that um, the stage rollout, which is something that iOS doesn't have. So if you ship on iOS, you, you go out, you roll it out to all of your users at the same time. Where with Android, you can actually, in, in uh, Google Play, you can actually roll it out to just a smaller set of users, which is super important for Hover because so much of what we do is based off real-time events, like flight prices dropping and rising. So it's stuff that's kind of hard to manufacture in our test lab. So when we just get to roll it out to just like 5% of people and get to see what's happening with that isolated group. I mean, it's a huge advantage and it's it's made us do a lot of our releases, you know, Android first because of that. How about Daniel? What can you do on Android that you're not doing on iOS? Um, so one of the things that we see is we see uh, the, this is free to, a lot of games are free to play and um, Android tends to have a better population of free-to-play gamers. Um, they, they've, that's what they've gotten used to. Um, I think I think some of it has been the the, um, the spread of Android across so many different countries and so many like it's it's not only high-end phones. You've got high-end and low-end and everything in between, and so you get this large, very vast, large population, and we can reach all of them. And that's sort of that's sort of a special thing for Android. Okay, have yourself. So, to begin with, um, an Android app can be released within a matter of seconds. An iOS app takes nine days. So there's a lot of time that we save uh, with our Android app and getting closer to customers faster. So since the last three years, we've always used our Android app for iterations of all kinds. So all the new features go on Android first, partly because it's quicker, and secondly, because of our relationship with Google, which, which is actually very valuable. A lot of support we get in um, interna internationalization strategy and growth in markets. That is, I think, um, we cannot create that on iOS quickly. So that's great. And a lot of our technologies are actually built, on, are built over Google's technologies, um, be it advertising, data, um, and customer understanding. So all that integrates well into the Android ecosystem and I see that in their dashboard, I see it in analytics and other products, uh, ad products getting linked to analytics products. So for us that is quite unique and I always see it as a window which I can peek into and then say, okay, this is good, now let's put it on iOS. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the news here at, I, at IO, which is instant apps. We'll be back to the show in a second, but first a word from our sponsor, Time Warner Cable. With speeds up to 300 megs and fast, reliable Wi-Fi hotspots, you can power all your devices and stream videos seamlessly with Time Warner Cable Internet. Uh, one of the obstacles for getting your app to be used is that people don't feel like downloading it. They, they don't remember their, their password or whatever. It's, it's an obstacle, and I'm sure it's a big obstacle, but now they've come up with a way here to let people download the app without downloading the app, just get a, getting a portion of it. How big a deal is this for you guys? And once again, Maggie's nodding her head. <laughs> I wasn't that time, I swear. No, um, yeah, no, I'm actually glad you brought that up because that's actually the thing I'm most excited about that that has been announced at IO. And it was like really timely because it's some, a conversation we've been having a lot at Hopper is how do we get, how do you expose the value prop outside of the app? Because there's, it is a friction, it is a point of friction to download the app, you know, especially internationally where, you know, not necessarily everyone has as much data. So it's like a big deal to download an app. So, you know, something I'm really excited about is to, to be able to just, um, have people like share a search, like so share like their search from you know San Francisco to Paris and share that with a friend and just have them be able to look at that data that we're showing the user without actually having to get the whole app um, installed. And you know, I actually talked to with 
uh, one of the product managers on the team yesterday here and um, was really excited to hear they're um, you know, thinking about push notifications as well, which is really, really important. Um, so that's like the backbone of, of the Hopper product. So I'm really excited to hear more about it. How big a deal is it for you? I mean, do you see yourself doubling your audience or something? I mean, how bi- you have, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard to, to come up with a data point, not, you know, not really knowing yet. But I mean, I think if you can, if you can expose what the core functionality of your, of what your app is doing uh, outside the app, I mean, yeah, I think it has the potential to be like exponential. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited with uh, app in, uh, installs because uh, it's something which I uh, think is, is a leap forward in terms of app discoverability for for apps which which uh, have some core experiences around search. So at least for our app, where you can search for all kinds of places to eat or drink, stay, shop, enjoy, banks, ATMs, with everyone, everyone searches when they go to a new place or even in the evening when you go out. So for us, that's very high value. So let's say if you were able to search for ATMs nearby and World Around Me pops up with this new technology that Google has introduced, for me, that is big. And if we can make it work um, easily, uh, well, it won't be easy. I'll make it work seamlessly in the coming few months. It'll be great. I was just talking to the team just before this, <laughs> coincidentally, and we, we kind of already identified some challenges uh, on this, and we're going to take them uh, step by step and hopefully roll it out in a few months from now. I have to say that I'm not horribly familiar with the tech, sadly. Um, you know the idea. What, what's the idea? You know the idea is that uh, you're gonna, the app will be downloaded in modules so that um, people can just try out, try out, maybe try out your game without downloading it. Right, okay. So, so for it's a very, very crowded marketplace. I, I think that some people we talk about like, oh, there's apps, there's thousands, tens of thousands of apps out there. And anything we can do to increase the distribution of our games, we jump on. Because it's so easy. Failure in this space is not selling half as much. Failure in this space is nobody knows you exist. So anything that we can do to like say, like, hey, we just exist, is uh, huge, hugely important for us. How, how, you know, wh- where does this put Android versus Apple? I mean, you're, you, again, you all have apps on both platforms. Does this put Android in a different place? So there are so many features out there, and it's, these are such vast platforms. This is like continents of technology here. One feature rarely is enough to make a difference. Um, what you're looking for is you're looking for, can we be clever? We're, we're really the minnows in this, this giant ocean of technology. Can we, as app developers, find some clever use of the tools that are available to us to stand out um, in this in this sea, and would this be the one? I don't know. What we're going to have to do is we're going to have to try it. We're going to have to experiment. We're going to have to sort of be smart and do what we can with it. Um, and maybe, but maybe not. Let's talk I/O. Um, we're on day two. You've heard a lot here. What's your big takeaway? What's the thing you're most excited about? I have to say that I'm excited about the VR. Like. Uh, the virtual reality um, is uh, the daydream system. It, it seems like if you look at what's happening in the other virtual reality systems out there, they're wonderful technology, but they're also extraordinarily expensive. 
there, uh, you know, you basically have to buy almost a new computer, a new desktop machine. You'd have to buy a new computer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah For the, Oculus. Yeah, it's yeah. like fifteen hundred bucks is the level I was looking at to get a decent computer that would run one of those things, and uh, six hundred dollars for the Oculus. Right. Plus six hundred dollars. And some games. Yeah. Yep, it adds up really fast. And uh, so if, if you've got, you know, sort of the cave down in the basement where you want to set up for that, that's great. But uh, if, you, if, you, if you have a daydream-enabled phone with Android N, I think that's what we're calling it these days, um, and, uh, and then you can just buy one of these sets and it's relatively low cost, that is, that, that's a game changer. For, the fo- yeah. for my neighbor. Daydream is a, a VR platform, a, a, a Google VR platform. Yes, right? yes. So what, the way it works is you've got a essentially a plastic headset. Um, maybe there'll be a high-end one with aluminum. We can always, we can always hope. Uh, and you slide your phone into it, and then you've got a little controller that uh, lets you um, basically uh, have a pointer or some sort of control within this virtual reality world. And so as soon as you put it on your head, you're basically standing within a 3D space. And that could be anything. It could be uh, they showed a fishing game. They showed controlling a dragon. It could be, it could be all sorts of different things. VR wordplay. Right? VR wordplay, yes. That's what he's already for. What about you, Maggie? What's your big takeaway, the most thing you're most excited about from my yeah, well, the thing I'm most excited about is definitely what we just talked about, which is which is instant apps. Um, but you know, I think personally, I'm very interested to see um, to see uh, Allo. You know, because right now, messaging apps. Allo is the new messaging yeah, app sorry. coming out later this year. Yes, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of messaging apps out there, but I think the thing that will be interesting to see is how you know the Google Assistant um, is embedded right in the app. So personally, I'm really excited about that. Um, and another thing I'm hoping to catch later today is there's, um, you know, talking about mobile search, um, doing app-only indexing, uh, something that's a unique challenge for Hopper is we don't actually have a website, so it's hard for us to take advantage of SEO. Um, but there's, you know, they've been working on um, doing, uh, being able to index content that you can only find an app. So there's a session on that later today that I'm super excited to check out. Taryn, what, what's your big one? Personally, I'm excited about Duo. The, the Duo is the new video chat app. Yeah, because uh, I enjoy video calling and if the ability to see the other person beforehand, what they're up to, where they're calling you from, is exciting. Uh, let's take a quick moment to introduce everybody to your specific apps. Uh, Taryn, you, your app is called World Around Me. It's a unique way to find uf- useful places around you, such as restaurants, ATM shops, Bus, metro stations, and more. Uh, world Around Me uses your phone camera to give you a completely new way of exploring a place anywhere in the world. Tell me about the idea. Why don't you just give me the elevator pitch about your app and why it's great. Um, my neighbor. Um, okay. Um, elevator pitch is like uh, pretty quick, right? So World Around Me is a local discovery app to find places of interest anywhere in the world. It helps you visually orient towards a place of interest using a phone camera. So you do not have to rely on maps and you won't get confused where north, south, east or west is. It's ranked uh, in top 10 travel and local apps in in 10 countries. It's available in 23 languages. Uh, We are very good partners with Google. It's currently being featured worldwide on the Play Store. And um, I would just say the next time you're at a new place, just use World Around Me to find whatever you're looking for, and you'll enjoy the experience. Well, give us an example. You're in Paris, and you open it up, and then what? 
I'm in Paris. I've just arrived, and I'm I want to find uh, a nearby ATM, uh, or uh, so I open up the app, open up world around me, click on ATMs, and it shows me that's where an ATM. I can go and withdraw money. Next, I want to find a nearby metro station. That's what they call it in Paris. So I can click on that, and it show me oh that way, 200 meters is a metro station where I can go and catch the 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 tube, the the train to go somewhere. Uh, if you want to find um, a boulangerie, which a lot of people search for in Paris, you can search in, in, in World Around Me, you can find that as well. Uh, if you're looking for cafes, you can find those. And of course, monuments. How could I forget that? Paris is a, is a historical place, so you can search for, for that too. So it's a travel companion. It also helps you find local services and you can use it in Paris, in Rome, in Milan, in the United States, wherever you are in the world. Daniel. Yes. Okay. So Daniel Cook is the CTO of Alpha Bear, which is a Scrabble-like word game for Android and iOS. In Alpha Bear, you spell words by selecting letters on a grid. When you use letters that are adjacent to each other, bears appear. The more letters you use, the bigger the bear gets, and the more points you earn. Up for a play, uh, up for a Google Play award for standout indie. Tell us about this app and how it came to be, and where you're based, also. So um, this app came about, so we're a game company, so we've been making games for years now. I've been doing this for over 20 years. Um, and I originally came up with the idea for Alpha Bear back in 2007. And it was just a little thing that I doodled on the whiteboard, and I was like, oh, this would be a fun game. Uh, it's always sort of like, uh, like when designing games is a lot like coming up with mathematical puzzles for yourself. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if there's an interesting mathematical puzzle that we can do that's other than Scrabble. Because everyone knows how to play Scrabble, but maybe people want something different. Um, and then the, the, the magical moment of the game is you spell the words, and then these bears form. And they're adorable bears. You know, there's all sorts of different types of bears. There's chef bears and, and uh, bears in bathing suits and like just all sorts of bizarre little bears and you can collect them as well and you can use them as power-ups. Um, so that's the basic game um, and it's one of those games that people just keep on their phone. They'll play it for months and months and months and months. Um, uh, yeah, what was the other one? Oh, where are we based? Yeah, so um, we're a little bit of an interesting company in that we are actually a remote company um, so I'm in Seattle, um, but we actually have people all over, all over the world. Um, uh, we've got people in England and Argentina and Brazil and e everywhere. Um, and uh, we actually met for the first time in six years this past uh, about two weeks ago. Um, we had actually never met up in person, and we decided, hey, let's go and rent a house on an island, and everyone will fly up, and we'll spend a week together. And so we finally got to see each other, you know, face to face, and say, oh, that's what you look like. You know, we had seen each other over video chat, but it's not quite the same. So we went on hikes and got to know each other, and it was a good, it was a good time. Um, the game is free? Or the game, game chart? Okay, the game is free, and... Why should people buy it? Well, well no. <laughs> why should people play it? Tell, tell us why we should play it and download it. If you're a smart person who likes word games and you want a little joy in your life, you should download Alpha Bear and play it. You heard it here. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Maggie Moran. Ma Maggie Moran is the product lead for Hopper, which is in the standout startup 
category in the uh, Play Awards, uh, was also named the best travel app of 2015 by Apple, so you know how to work that award circuit. Okay, <laughs> know when to fly and when to buy. Tell my neighbor Susie why she needs to put Hopper on her phone. Yeah, I mean, the main reason that people should download Hopper is because it will save you money on airfare, and that's something that, that everyone wants to do. I mean, we save we save the average user about $50, but we on international flights, we can save users up to $1,300, so I think that's a pretty good reason to download it. Okay, tell everybody how it works. Sure, so um, basically the, the, main, the main thing we do is use data-driven research to provide users tips about how to save money. Like flight pricing is very complex, it's, it's volatile, and it often leaves travelers not really knowing how to get the best deal or really even if they're getting a good deal at all. So, you know, we've been collecting data for years and um, have aggregated all that data into like very digestible information that like everyday people can understand. And so we'll tell you things like, here's the cheapest time to travel to your destination. Um, or, you know, we'll tell you what the currently available price is and whether you should buy that now or whether you should wait. So basically we're using predictive analytics to, to forecast the future of what flight prices will do. Um, we, we do that with a 95% accuracy. So basically we're using historical data to predict what will happen in the future and letting you know what that means for you. So and in addition to that, if we're telling you to wait, we'll also mo constantly monitor prices for you and notify you the instant that we think you should buy and it's not gonna drop any lower. Okay. It's a free app? It is free to use. Okay. How do you guys make money? Um, we make money off of airline commissions. Okay. So even though you save people money, the airlines still pay you? Sometimes. <laughs> Not always, but sometimes, yes. Okay. Where, what's new? What, where do you go from here? Uh, we are actually working on a really big feature right now that we're about uh, to launch this summer. Um, it has a lot to do, you know, really like the unique value that Hopper provides is like we have a very unique conversation with the user. Um, and we, you know, we have 8 million trips that have been watched or planned on Hopper. That's a massive amount of data. And really what we, we talk to you very specifically right now, we'll send you push notifications about the trip you watch, very specific origin destination dates, which is great, but there's a whole lot more that we can be telling you. Like if you're watching a specific date, but say like three days later, there's an actually a really, really great deal. We're not telling you about that right now. So we're really focusing on expanding that conversation that we can have with the user just to, to save them more money. Okay, why don't you give people tips on using Hopper? One thing that a lot of people have always been told is if they book far ahead, they can get a good fare. Uh, debunk that myth if it's not true. And, okay, I want to go away for the holidays, okay? It's now we're talking in May. I want to go away in November, December. T tell me what to do. So the, the holidays are, are definitely a bit of an outlier. The holidays you do want to book, you definitely want to book very much ahead of time. Um, you know, usually you want to, Usually it, it really depends on the market is the thing. And that's why Hopper is so useful because everyone wants that really simple answer. Like everyone loves to say, you know, that Tuesdays are the cheapest day to buy a ticket. Like that's not true. It really depends on what market you're, you know, you're shopping. Um, so there really isn't like a one size fits all answer, which is, which is why Hopper is so useful because, you know, we'll tell you specifically on the origin, the destination and your dates to, to give you the right answer on that. You have no travel tips for me. You don't. You, you have no inside dirt. You're not giving me nothing. Come on. Use Hopper. Use Hopper. Yeah, but you t okay. You told me not to not to fly on Tuesdays. It doesn't matter. I could fly. Fly any time. Right. Yeah. Like I said, it really depends on the. It completely depends on the market that you're shopping. Sometimes it is Tuesday, but sometimes sometimes it's Wednesday. So go to the app. Yes. Check it out. <laughs> type in stuff. Have some fun. 
Yes. And let's just close with Daniel has been doodling the entire time we've yeah. been talking. <laughs> Daniel, just tell her, and I think that's great. I think that's wonderful. Uh, tell everybody what you've been doodl doodling. All right, so uh, this is a scrolling map system where I've got these pillars, these 3D pillars that are moving up and down. And basically as this sort of like viewing uh, field moves across the pillars, they rise and fall. So it's, it's, a, it's a design for a scrolling map in a 3D game. Okay, let's see some bears. Yeah. Do we have any bears? We have, uh, we have, we have, uh, yes, here's a bear right here. Here's a cute little bear uh, wandering around a village. And uh, here's a crazy monster on a giant pillar with a uh, rain cloud. And a, I don't know what that is, some sort of rabbit demon with a lightning bolt above his head. <laughs> right. So this is what happens when the hardcore geek gets left out of Seattle and he goes to I.O. He goes nuts. And that's great. <laughs> right? The child within you is still there. Thank you both all for being here today. Let everybody know how to find you. Where is Hopper? I mean, you can find us on Google Play. And iOS as well. But don't go to my website because... Right? <laughs> we'll distract you to one of the stores. But you can check out the site, hopper.com. Okay. And Daniel? Um, uh, Google Play, iOS, um, and uh, just go to spryfox.com for all our games. All right. Well, I'm on usaday.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jefferson Graham, and keep on listening to Talking Tech. Thanks, everybody. This episode of Talking Tech has been brought to you by Time Warner Cable. With speeds up to 300 megs and fast, reliable Wi-Fi hotspots, you can power all your devices and stream videos seamlessly with Time Warner Cable Internet.